Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Wellness Wednesday Inspiration. My name is Fernanda. We are here for another episode with Dr. Linda Marquez. I am actually super glad to be back. I have missed the last two episodes uh, from Wellness Wednesday. I was actually out. I went to Colombia and I was in the Amazon rainforest. Absolutely no connection. Absolutely no like outside communication. Uh, but it was awesome. It was a wonderful experience. Uh, I can talk a little bit more about that experience later. Uh, but for today, uh, I'm super happy to reconnect with you, Dr. Linda, and to um, be here to talk about a, a topic that is very relevant for today, because we are actually getting closer to the flu season. And also we've been dealing with the pandemic for the past year and a half. <laughs> so today is all about how to optimize our immune system. Dr. Linda, how are you doing? I'm doing great and welcome back. It's good to have you back. And I know the, the Amazon is just amazing. I'm sure we can do a whole podcast on magical things happen there. I remember the times that I've gone back. It just, you don't want to come back to the States. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. I'm like, I, I'm fine without a phone. I'm fine without, uh, I can just be. And if you connect with the locals and people that really are just living off the land, it's such a beautiful, amazing experience. So I, I, I'm glad that you got to go and experience all that. And I am excited as well about what we're going to talk about today. Of course, there's just because of everything that's going on in this world, there are certain words that we cannot use or so I think most people know what that word is. Otherwise, we will get we'll get it removed from our website. We'll get it removed from from Google, being able to people able to find us, YouTube. So you all know what we're talking about. Right. <laughs> and we know that the flu season's coming up last year. Miraculously, we didn't have one. Right. However, we know what's really happening with everything. That's why, you know, we wanted to just bring you some up-to-date information, how you can prepare, for, you know, for this. And we know that this flu season recurs every single year, right? You've seen that, Fernanda, for years since, you know, growing up. But just I want to kind of preface that most of the time we do see that. And it does start right around October because Halloween, you know, everybody's eating all the candy. The time changes. It gets colder. Nobody wants to go outside and work out. They say, tough it up, put on a beanie, go outside and work out. And then what happens? Thanksgiving right then we're eating all this food that is rich with sugar and we're drinking alcohol and then we move into what christmas <laughs> and we go out to all these parties and most people think that celebrations have to involve alcohol which personally i've done without for years so that's not an issue and then we get what new year's more partying and then they're like okay january 1st i'm gonna change everything so we're going to bring you information so that you don't fall down that whole rabbit hole that you've done for years and that many people do, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think uh, part of it also is not just the choices that we're making during holidays and the lack of exercise. Of course, that's a huge part. And we're going to dive into that. But it's also the fact that we are kind of programmed to think, well, it's it's almost time for flu season. So it's almost kind of kind of like we're expecting it to. So when we are expecting something to happen, 
it tends to happen, right? Yeah. And so it's like, oh, it's time for flu season. So I, I always get, and I, I can't tell you how many times I have heard this from patients. <laughs> I always get the flu every November. I always get sick, you know, twice a year, every December and every February, for example. And it's it's kind of like they're calling it right into existence. And so when you call something into existence, yeah. it's just going to happen. There is no way it cannot happen. So a lot of it, it's the choices that we're making. A lot of it, it's uh, the, the choices that we're not making that are, quote unquote, being made for us. Mm -hmm. I, I say, quote unquote, because every choice, even if you're making a decision or if you're not making a decision, you're still making a decision. But it's also what we're how we're programming our minds to think about the upcoming season as is that is this season something that it's going to strengthen my immune system? I'm, a, I'm even going to be healthier or is this something that I'm expecting as of, oh, I always get sick. I always get cold. I always get loose. And how is that perhaps uh, really coming into your life as a reality. Yeah. And that's so ironic. You know, we always have to talk about mindset in every single episode, right? But it's so relevant and it's so important. Yes. And uh, this morning I actually went to a Bible study. And you would love this, Fernanda. Um, it's actually winning the war in your mind. And it's like a series. And he's talking about you know, the neuroplasticity, about the amygdala, about the frontal cortex, about, you know, even how prayer um, changes our brain. And you're, and you're just so spot on with that because we are programming ourselves based on our past instead of programming ourselves based on what we want our future to be like <laughs> and that's where the goal setting and anyways we i'm sure we we can get into all that but i think we should just kind of start with some of the strategies that um i think most people may know maybe they don't they need a little bit of a of an update with that so I wanted to share, I, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Dr. Um, Peter McCulloch's Nutraceutical um, Bundle. I, I'm not, no. Okay, so there's an interesting, so I'm gonna just show you really quick and we'll put links on, on the website for this, but you can go to um, aapsonline.org and he's got this, there's a guide and there's a lot of information here for what you can do at home, if you happen to get sick, what can you do, what's um, prophylactic treatments, if you end up in the hospital. Uh, there's a lot of valid information in there. And years uh, last year when we were having a lot of issues, um, I put out a, a, a guide here as well. And, and a lot of the information is there, but he's got this nutraceutical bundle, which he added something else to it and we can break it down. But it's the vitamin D, the elemental zinc, and it's the vitamin C, the vitamin D3, for those who may not know, because um, there's different types of vitamins out there as far as D goes. So those that's his nutraceutical bundle right there. And in both of these guides, you know, because of course you always are going to have to consult with your physician, what's best for you. We're not telling you to go do this. We're just basically giving you guidelines and choices and at least get informed. So if you want to break down a little bit more about what about each one, that would be awesome. But vitamin D, of course, is, is very well um, we have a lot of information on that. We've heard a lot about that. The same with zinc and vitamin C. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And so I think the, the most common one for a lot of people, vitamin D has kind of been coming up on, over the last few years. I feel like a lot of people don't e didn't even know what vitamin D was um, just a few years ago, at least uh, coming from my practice, right? And the patients and everything, it's been something that it's coming out a little bit more and becoming a little bit more known. But vitamin C, it's something that we've known forever, right? Even grandmas and our, you know, great grandmas and everybody, it was like, your orange juice for, you know, for colds and flus and all these things. So everybody knows about vitamin D to a certain point. It is an antioxidant and it's something great that we can all take, not just when we are sick, but also when we are healthy to keep our immune system really, really strong. And so it also helps with um, just your immune system in general, but also taking toxins out of your body. Now, if you are uh, interested in knowing what kind of foods and everything contain vitamin C, aside from the orange juice that we all know about, there is a lot of vegetables like spinach and kale and broccoli. There is a lot of fruits. Strawberries have uh, vitamin C and, of course, orange and tangerines. So you can find it on a lot of foods that we commonly eat. But there is also vitamins that you can take to supplement your vitamin C. Now, once again, you can always take it and you will pro you're probably taking it depending on how balanced your diet is. You're probably taking a, a good amount of vitamin C, but it's also a good idea. The minute that you feel like maybe you need a kind of like a quote unquote a booster of vitamin C, just take a, a supplement for a couple of days. And this is just once again, consult it with your provider, provider and everything else. But it's something that I do, right? I just uh, whenever I feel like I just feel a little extra help. I just take a booster of vitamin C, a couple more vitamin C, or I increase the dose a little bit. I eat more uh, or drink more uh, orange juice or eat more foods with vitamin C, and that uh, helps a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the things also with vitamin C, when we're feeling like that, you know, stuffy nose, um, kind of feeling under the weather, uh, we do the flu bomb, which we have a link on my website for that. But vitamin C, we we kind of super dose and take in a therapeutic dosages and do like a thousand milligrams three times a day. You want to make sure at least the way we've taken it and I've recommend my patients is to you don't take it all at once. You want to you want to split it throughout the day. So we, I would just have them either if you have a time release one, sometimes you have a time release one where you just take it once and it's slowly being released throughout the day. Or you can take a thousand milligrams three times a day in just like maybe morning, mid, midday and later in the evening. And why it's so powerful too, because it does inhibit viral replication and what do we know about the flu that, you know, we're always like, oh, there's some sort of virus going out, going on out there. So it can also um, reduce the free radicals because the free radicals are they do damage the DNA. So that's another another way to use it. And for those that maybe are diabetic and they, they can't do the orange juice, lemon is always great. Lemon and lime, anything that's citrusy and you've, you named, of course, strawberries. I love strawberries. You named that. 
So um, it, it just will increase the, because we know what the viral infections, it's increasing all those free radicals. Vitamin C works in a way to inhibit that. So that's one of the, the powerhouses of, of vitamin C. Or excuse me, yeah, vitamin C. Did you want to talk a little bit about vitamin D or a little bit more? I mean, there is a lot of information on that and how you've used it. And I can share how I've used it with patients and dosing. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> vitamin D is also something that you can get through sunlight. You can also find it perhaps in like salmon and uh, tuna. And uh, also there is like vitamin D fortified foods nowadays. And it is also an anti-inflammatory. It helps with the immune system, of course. That's what we're talking about today. Um, and it, it particularly helps protect people uh, from respiratory infections, which is kind of like what we're focused on today uh, with the pandemic and the flu season coming on and everything else. So it's something uh, really good. And something that I do every time that I am perhaps, uh, I don't know, going maybe somewhere where I'm like, you know, I want to I wanna be extra protected. Same thing with the vitamin C is I take an extra dose or not an extra dose, but a big dose of vitamin D also for about three to four days prior to uh, if I'm going to be doing something or going somewhere where I just want to make sure that my immune system is like completely uh, strong for whatever it is that, that I'm doing. And so I, I, I do that, right? I have vitamin D supplements right at my house. And I just take a, a mega dose of vitamin D um, about three to four days also before uh, certain things. And, and it, it seems to work really well. The vitamin D is also something that you can get through the sunlight. So a lot of times if we are living in places, I used to live in Chicago for about 20 years. So uh, it was very common for me to see patients with uh, vitamin D deficiencies all the time, especially during the winter time, because a lot of times when we're living in a place where we're not getting direct sunlight, uh, then we tend to become deficient. So that's something just to keep in mind for people that live in certain parts of the world. And also, if you are getting direct sunlight, there is also the contraindication of, you know, ultraviolet light. So are you using sunscreen, which also kind of uh, affects how the absorption of vitamin D. So just something to keep in mind, but it can be obtained through some foods as well as direct sunlight exposure. Yeah, and a lot of studies show with vitamin D, I mean, I've the thousands of labs that I have read, and this has only happened twice, where I actually saw vitamin D levels at 100 or higher. And those were by people that were actually taking vitamin D. But there's a lot of times patients are taking vitamin D, but they're not taking sufficient. And I always say, if you're going to supplement with that, get your lab, get your get your blood tested to see how what your what your levels are. I like to see it at the higher end, more like 70, 80 range. Um, the, I believe the, the, the range, the lab ranges are anywhere between 30 and 100. That's such a large range. And you're not considered deficient until you're under 30. So go to 70, 80. And it is a pro-hormone, so it does impact hormones in the body. And with anything, what's interesting, though, people that live closer to the equator need less vitamin D. With the further you live from away from the equator, the more vitamin D you're going to need. And if you're darker, the darker skin color that you have, it's that's like your natural, I would say, um, 
sun protector in the darker skin, so you're not absorbing as much. So a lot of studies have shown that if you just, it's better to just dose with it. Um, I spend, a, I've spent a lot of times outdoors and I'm still not getting enough vitamin D at times. So I like to superdose. You said that you superdose. When I when I see patients, once again, each person has to consult with their practitioner. If they're super low, I have them superdose for like uh, usually like almost a month. But they start at five thousand for three days. They increase to ten thousand, then to fifteen, to twenty, and they go all the way up to thirty thousand. And they keep increasing for three days. Then they dose down. And once they hit 30,000 IUs, they go down to 25 for three days, 20. That's a really a great way. And then retest their vitamin D levels. And every single person I've worked with, I've seen amazing changes with that. Mm -hmm. So as you mentioned, you have to have a healthy um, liver function as, as well. So vitamin D is awesome. And I think it's one of the one that's probably so underrated. And I'm glad that more practitioners are now, are now testing for that yes. in your mind. It wasn't in the forefront like even five years ago. I mean, I've been testing over 10 years vitamin D levels, but it hasn't become popular until, you know, the last few years. So and one of the things that uh -huh. I did notice with uh, vitamin D and uh, I, I used to see such a direct correlation is uh, fatigue also with vitamin D. And that was uh, one of the things that made me uh, check vitamin D very often in my practice was someone who was feeling tired all the time, aside from checking for anemia and aside from checking like uh, a lot of other things, it was always vitamin D because, and, and you would be surprised how many times I found that um, it was, there is a correlation between being vitamin D deficient and just feeling tired, feeling sluggish. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. That's a good point. Yeah. You know, with the And even with pain, I see a lot of people that have a lot of pain and because the vitamins impact on calcium absorption that mm -hmm. they weren't, they were like, it started as soon as they started taking vitamin D, it's just like my back pain went away or and not hurting as much. My pain has decreased tremendously. So that's, that's another one. And then there's another popular one with the nutraceutical bundle, Dr. Um, Peter McCulloch and it's zinc. So I don't know if you want to share a little bit about zinc and kind of your, your input and your experience with zinc. Yeah, so zinc, it's, it's actually quite interesting because what it helps do, if you take it at the first sign of you developing like a stuffy nose or, you know, kind of like an upper respiratory, something or other showing up, if you take it right away within the first 24 hours, it helps reduce the, the length of time for uh, viruses. And this is because it helps with viral replication. So it's very, very um, such, such a good way. You know, people always want to have like the quick, quote unquote, the quick fix to get better. Mm -hmm. And many times with viruses, it's kind of like you cannot give an antibiotic to a virus. You want to keep your immune system strong. You want to give your body the tools to fight it off. And zinc is one of those things that you can do, anyone can do. Uh, as long as it's taken within the first about 24 hours, it has a great, great, great effect on just shortening the duration of, um, of the, the symptoms of an upper respiratory infection. So that's really good. And it also helps activate the T cell function. T cells are part of our immune cells, immune, uh, the cells in our immune system. So it helps with that as well. Um, usually when I have taken zinc myself, if I ever need it, it's, I usually do it at 75 milligrams, uh, per day, uh, for about three to four days. And then I 
usually stop. That's not something that I take continuously. I do take multivitamins every day. I take uh, vitamin D every day. I mega dose depending on what's going on, but uh, that's not something that I take every day. That's something that I take just when I feel like I need it. Not very often. Uh, I work on my mindset and I work on everything else. So I make sure that I don't need to do it very often, but that's something that I do only uh, on occasion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the interesting thing about vitamin D or vitamin or zinc, like you were mentioning, it's not something that you take every single day. Um, vitas, uh, the zinc can be used more for therapy, um, therapeutic dosages. And there's different, um, there's different specialists that have been really working with this whole um, pandemic and the immune response, because it is an inflammatory response that creates the problems that we're dealing with. And we're going to get into that a little bit later. But you know, the way that zinc also works, like you were mentioning, um, it, it acts like an intracellular single molecule to the cell. So it's very important. And the dosages, um, some will say 50 milligrams. Others will dose up to like McCulloch. I believe he doses up to like 200 to 300 milligrams, but it's only um, during an active, active state of that. If you're taking that high of a dosage, you want to make sure that you're taking something with copper because it does deplete your copper as well. And that's important for other functions in the body. So that's one of the cool things about um, that. So that's his nutraceutical pack, however, or bundle. There's a couple other ones that we can talk about that have been added. Of course, um, quercetin is another one because it does inhibit the viral um, replication and it can also, um, it also reduces um, lung inflammation. And of course, what what do we, a lot of people say, oh, they start coughing so much and they're like, gosh, my lungs hurt. So quercetin works really um, well as well. And we've dosed it like actively for therapeutic dosages, like 500 milligrams at a couple times a day. So is that something that you use? I don't use it actually. No, I, I actually don't. Um, to be honest, I've never okay. really. I, I used to before. I have taken mm-hmm. just once before quercetin with a supplement of CBD that I was taking actually it came like in conjunction with it. Yeah. Uh, and I was taking it like every morning, but I didn't really, it didn't really stick with me. So I, no, I don't take it right now. Do you? I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I'm taking. You know, if I'm feeling a little bit like run down and I'm just like, oh, okay, I know my immune system's taking a hit, then I really start dosing up on the vitamins, um, the D, the C, I take the zinc, <laughs> and I do have quercetin in there as well. And probably it just depends, you know, but like you, I, I focus so much on my mind training that I think that's really, really important. Um, so yeah, I think that's huge. And there's a couple other ones that maybe we want to mention. I know that Dr. McCulloch had talked about this recently. You know, he's he's really one of the innovators of bringing treatment at, at home. And once again, like in the treatment guide, in this treatment guide right here, there's there's so much information. Like I said, we will link that. But NAC and lys and lysine. Lysine has been used a lot um, as people that have like herpes with the, the virus because um, it stops the replication. And I know I've used that for patients and that's usually triggered by stress. 
Lysine works amazing. They can use up to like a couple grams, um, one to two grams every single day. So that works really well. I don't know if you're familiar with lysine and, and one of the right. other ones. It's, it's pretty interesting and it's great. And, and you've probably seen a lot of patients that are stressed and shingles has that little, you know, it, it's very, I mean, when somebody comes in and they're stressed out and they're, they're in pain, and you'll, they show you where it is and you see those little dots. It's like, oh, you start asking them questions, you know what it is, right? <laughs> yes. Because what's the, tra what's traditionally, what do they do with that when doctors will just, what's the traditional medical route when the person does come in with shingles? Because now they want to give the um, anti uh, a shingles shot, right? A vaccine. Right. Isn't that right. So there is a vaccine uh, after the age of 65, although the vaccine doesn't mean that you won't get it. They just say that if you do get it, it's not as intense, right? Yeah. Um, if you come to with any type of shingles rash or anything like that within the first up to about 72 hours, uh, they give you an antiviral uh, medication like acyclovir or valcyclovir, any of those. And it helps, uh, you know, reduce the time and the duration, basically, of the rash. Uh, if it's after the 72 hours, then most likely they won't give you anything or they may give it to you, but they would say probably doesn't really do much, uh, if, if anything. And then uh, the main thing after is the, if you do end up with like post-herpetic neuralgia, or the pain from the shingles rash, which is a common complication from shingles, then they give you something like um, like an like a nerve uh, pain, quote unquote, like Neurontin or you know gabapentin or anything like that. That it's going to help with the pain. Uh, I have seen people <clears throat> kind of dealing with uh, postherpetic neuralgia for. I mean, years and years and years, and on these medications for years. So. Uh, and important to notice, like you said, a lot of times, most of the time when these rashes come in, they come after some sort of stressful situation where the immune system kind of takes a hit, uh, whether it's from a personal stress or whether it's from, a, a, you know, a, a physical stress, like getting sick with something else and then de developing the shingles rash or anything else. But it's usually followed after a uh, stress uh, in your body, in your mind or in your life. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And of course, we know that stress has been amplified these last 18 mm -hmm. months, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, we've had stress in life, but then a lot of it comes with the stress management, which we, we can chat a little bit about. Another one that also, and there's a lot of controversy with this, and actually it's becoming very difficult to get now. I don't know if you've noticed this, but NAC, you know, if you're familiar with NAC, with the N-acystole, um, cysteine. It's basically derived from an amino acid. And, you know, that has, I mean, I've used that because it's a precursor for glutathione. Glutathione is basically, it's, a, um, I always call it the mother antioxidants, the mother one, the mother one that is like the boss of the boss, the king of the king that goes in and cleans all the garbage up. So that's what glutathione does. And some people, um, and I take glutathione supplements, but NAC is like a, pre a precursor of that, but also studies have, shown, have found that people that get, get like lung issues um, and when they're having trouble breathing and not a, a lot of the lung, once again, goes back to an inflammatory response. This helps to um, st um, dampen that inflammatory response, especially because 
um, when people have a lot of problems in the lungs and difficult breathing. So that's those are some cool ones that people can start with. And if you want something that's more um, medically based as far as prescription, uh, both in the in this in this treatment guide, the COVID treatment. Oops, I said it. The treatment guide there with Peter McCulloch in there. I mean, there's a lot of amazing information. But even other strategies, we can get into lifestyle. And like I mentioned, I'm just going to mention a few. Really, just kind of popped them off, and I want to hear some of yours. But we've been doing the flu bomb. I do that. We have that on the website with the ginger, the lemon, um, the garlic, the cayenne. Um, and a little bit of the honey, but even Epsom salts because of, you know, the massive, the magnesium, which is very common, ginger tea, um, turmeric, even I drink a turmeric that um, has to have like the black pepper in it. People even use sinus um, rinses. I don't know if you've seen those, like they, they rinse mm -hmm. their nasal sinuses. <laughs> That's like old school. Um, and one thing that I've used for over 20 some years is is an anti-inflammatory um, eating template, which basically is dairy-free, grain-free, sugar-free, and you're just eating um, good food, you know, vegetables, um, fruits, um, clean nuts and seeds, healthy fats, and clean animal products. I mean, it, it's as easy as that. And um, of course, prayer and gratitude and community and, and mindset, you know, really getting into uh, just knowing that you don't have to repeat last year's mistake of not taking care of your body, you know, because our body is priceless and it's never, it's never a waste. It's never a cost when you invest in your body, because when you invest in your health and your body, invest means to get something back. When you look at the, oh, it costs a lot. Cost is more looking at is you're not getting anything back in return. So, mm -hmm. What are some of your little little secrets? <laughs> I think aside from everything that you mentioned, which is uh, super, super important and very good information for everybody to start applying, is also sleep. Sleep is huge, and we've talked on sleep, and we have discussed sleep importance in many, many different uh, other podcasts in the past. But when we are sleeping, our immune system is at work. And so having a good sleeping routine, going to sleep at a, about the same time every night, um, making sure that you are uh, sleeping for about at least, I would say at the very least six, seven hours every single night, uh, make sure that you are not using electronics for the past two hours. So all these things to maximize your sleep quality, because once again, when your quality of sleep is good, a lot of things in your body are happening when we're sleeping including our immune system. So uh, that's that's a huge one. Uh, the other thing uh, when it comes to mindset is reducing things that cause us stress. So it's not just about, you know, the stress of bills or it's not just about the stress of our kids or our spouses or anything else, but also a huge one. And I cannot enforce this enough. And I still see people just um, doing it every single day is the news, right? And so when we see the news saying the flu system is coming and, you know, there's so many people and so many deaths and so many um, cases and all these things. And, and when we are literally looking at that and feeding our mind with that information about like all these crazy numbers and all these people and all these diagnoses and all these everything, uh, we are 
putting our own immune system at risk because when we are stressing out about something, we are creating inflammation in our bodies. Our body goes to work thinking, oh my God, there is something to work. And then we are literally weakening our immune system by causing stress based on what we're seeing, what we're hearing, what we're observing, what we're watching, what we are um, focusing on. And so rather than looking at the news and see the cases of everything that's going on in the world, uh, why don't we focus on how can we, through everything that we're sharing on this program and many other resources out there, uh, how we can keep our immune system strong. If you are doing your part in keeping your immune system strong, if you're doing uh, everything that you can do uh, with the choices of what you're eating, what you're feeding your mind, how much water you're drinking, how good your quality of sleep is, your the vitamins that you're taking, and all these things that we're talking about, really, the, whatever's going on out there in the world is not really going to apply to you. And mm-hmm. so that's something. Huge. And uh, on that note, too, on the mindset, I want to share, I was reading, no, not reading, I was listening to a video by Wayne Dyer. I love Wayne Dyer. And so uh, he's sharing, right, that uh, he never gets sick. He never gets, uh, or he never used to get a flu uh, for years and years, for over 25 years. And so this lady tells him like, oh, you got to cover up. You're going to get sick. And he says, I don't allow my mindset to ever go there. I don't get sick. My immune system's strong. My body's strong. I, I'm a, you know, I'm a fountain of health, basically. And that's kind of how we need to talk about ourselves, not giving any thoughts or any time or energy or the possibility, even the remote possibility that we're going to get sick. It's just not something that's going to show up in our lives. We're a fountain of health. We're healthy. We're strong. And we get healthier by the day. And so if we get on that mindset of it's just it's just simply not for me, you know, it can happen outside in the world, but it's not just going to it's not going to happen to me. And you're taking the actions necessary. You are keeping yourself in the best protection. And prevention is obviously, and we've heard this before, prevention is much better than cure, right? So you want to prevent you getting in any place where you might even welcome uh, uh, an infection rather than having to deal with the infection after the fact. Mm-hmm. There's this, I was trying to look this up. Um, there's so many trainings on on the brain, but I believe, I want to say it's called, it's a um, psychoneuro endocrine immunological response. <laughs> so basically psycho means the mind is what everything you were talking. Then neurologically, we will do something that's going to impact, we'll go and do something that impacts our endocrine system, which has to do with your hormones, that then there will um, downregulate your immune system or upregulate. So it's kind of interesting because when you break that down, you said the mind is so powerful and you can heal yourself with it, but you can make yourself sick with it as well. So it's like, why not focus on the possibilities instead of the limitations? I, I know we put that out there so much, Fernanda, but it's just, it really just hits home. And as I'm going through this Bible study right now, and it's like, I'm like, they're like cheering the guy on. I'm like, yes, yes, you finally <laughs> You know, and um, and just kind of the examples that he gives. And I'm like, wow, you know, 
what um, what a revelation that finally a church is teaching this. Um, I'm thinking this should have been taught years ago, but you know it, it does come back the psycho, the neuro, the endocrine immunology, and how that does impact. But I totally agree with you. Turn off the constant negative news. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, that was a lot to the lot. There's a lot of tools. I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to add to that before we go, but that's, I think a lot, it's really, once again, I think each person and each individual is different. You have to make your own choice, consult with your, your practitioner, whomever you're under care. And really um, some things are just common sense or well, hopefully they're common sense that um, we just have to see what we put in our in our mouth and what we put in our mind, is it moving us in the positive direction or not? So mm -hmm. I think it kind of sums things up a little bit. So any last yeah. words from you? <laughs> oh, I think that was a, a great uh, episode. We got uh, just a lot of information out and across. And um, yeah, just, just make the decisions today. Don't worry about what's happened in the past because you can always create a new future starting today. So it doesn't matter if you used to get sick once a year or if you used to always get a flu like every November. It doesn't, it doesn't, ha it doesn't mean that that has to continue to be reality. You can create a reality. So starting today, just make a decision that you're going to make different choices, uh, mentally, spiritual, physically, and, and else. And you will see how you are going to not just be healthier and stronger, but also happier. And uh, that's just going to start coming across in, in different areas of your life, aside from the physical and the, the, the strong immune system, but, but in more ways than you can count. That's it. Mm -hmm. Beautifully said. Love it. And that will end. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see everyone next week. Thanks so much. Have a great week. See ya. Thank you.